I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles and for the first time last episode, there was no mention of Twain Tide Tea. Let's re-record it. I'm David Knight, your Dungeon Master, and I'm joined by these tea leaves. Say hi, everyone. Whilst we all go and brew a cuppa, let's cue the theme tune. Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades don't fail your saves. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is your story. No guts, no glory. Confront your fate with every roll. Every Inside one who will pay the price Their chance of success will rest upon the dice No risk too great, no choice too bold This is no small rolls So, after seeing an imposter Gwendolyn in the garrison library The party gave chase With the imposter slicing a guard's face whilst escaping <gasps> Gaius, Enkidu and Juna ran after the shapeshifter out onto the street, through a clothing shop and along the rooftops before losing them in the back room of the wise man's nook. Realising that this was the Hex hideout, the trio suggested that the owner fetch the guards before they found a hidden entrance themselves. Meanwhile, Gwendolyn was apprehended and held by the guards until her thoughts were checked, and using his disguised self-projector, Orin took on the form of arcanist Klain Eovet and convinced the guards that Gwendolyn was not who they were looking for. <laughs> Heading out after their companions, they passed Targus, the owner of the wise man's nook, informing the guards as instructed, before changing his story and sending them off in a different direction. Strong-arming him, however, 
Gwendolyn forced him to lead them back to his tavern. With Ruana slipping through the secret entrance, Juno witnessed the faceless footman striking a deal with Jerick and being hidden in a carpet-laden wagon. With the party reuniting, Juna lied that she was part of the carpet job and, along with Enkidu, was led round to the wagons and to Jerick, who confirmed that they were not his delivery drivers. Jerick! And that's where we pick up. <laughs> so, Orin, disguised as Clay and Yvette, is mm. upstairs with Gaius and Gwendolyn, mm. but down in a cellar filled with three wagons <laughs> and Jerick and a load of carpets, Enkidu and Juna. You've just been told that you are not the delivery drivers. I'm going to <laughs> have a wink at Enkidu. <laughs> She's going to just plant her quarterstaff on the floor. And how near is he to us? He's probably about 20 feet away. Brilliant. Then she is going to cast Phantasmal Force on him mm. and make him believe that he is on fire. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Does he have to make a save for that? I hope so. <laughs> Intelligence saving throw. Mm. So he rolled a 15 altogether. Oh, he passed. Boo! Message received, Miss Septhorn. That Eldritch blasted with the face. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, you make your attack roll. That is a 21 to hit. Oh, I mean, that hits, yeah. Um, that is seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. Cool, as this blast spirals across the room, hits him, like, pushes him back into the wall behind the wagons. Can you both roll initiative, please? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no, why? Why have you two done this again with no one else nearby? <laughs> it's the fucking next. Like, there's yeah. no... We couldn't do anything else. We need to catch this bastard. Sure. Oh. <laughs> Good initiative for once. So, uh, 25 to 20. 20 to 15. 18. 18 for Enkidu. Nice. 15 to 10. 12. 12 for Juna. Yeah. To be honest, I should have just asked the two of you what you got. I don't know why I did the whole <laughs> countdown. <laughs> First up, Targus, who has stood behind you both, grabs something in his pocket what? and slams it right into Enkidu's back. Enkidu, can you make a constitution saving throw, please? 15. 15? Okay. There's a swirl of smoke from where he slammed it against your back that engulfs your head and you just breathe it in and for a brief moment you think you're about to pass out but you fight it back, waft it away and you're fine. Hmm. His uh, Targus is then just going to kick you in the shin for a, a roll of 15. What's your armor class? And that is my armor class. Cool. So he's not trying to hurt you as much as he is just trying to like buckle your knees so you're down on the floor. So you are technically prone at this point even though you've sort of just oh fallen to your knees. But it is now Enkidu's turn. How much does it cost me to stand back up? Half your movement. How long does Expeditious Retreat last? Ooh. Oh, I've got it as well. Hang on. I can look at my spells. Ten minutes. Concentration. Ten minutes? Ten, Ten minutes. I think it's Ten probably minutes. worn off by now, though. Oh, because shit. you cast it when you were chasing... Yeah, I cast it from the library. Last episode. Yeah. Chasing a <laughs> person. And then you've had to wait for everyone to arrive and things like that. So it probably has worn off. That was a whole week ago, yeah. <laughs> I respect that you tried that, though, Daryl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Had to make those two spell slots stretch. <laughs> well, I get 30 feet of movement. He's right behind me, so mm-hmm. it's fine. I'll stand up mm-hmm. and use the motion of me standing up to give him an uppercut right in his jaw. Amazing. Make your attack roll. You will be missed, guys. <laughs> it's a 13 to hit. 13 does not hit, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, it, it connects, right? but he's a tavern owner who's kind of used to maybe 
taking on a fair few drunken thugs. So right. even though like you do catch him, mm-hmm. it like it doesn't really affect him much. Okay. So out from the back of a wagon are the two people hauling carpets. Who suddenly step on round. One of them picks up a crowbar from the floor. And both of them are going to come running towards the two of you. Oh my gosh. Uh, and make attacks. Uh, Enkidu, what's your armor class? 15. 15. So one of them swings for you and completely misses. Juno, what's your armor class? 13. Ah, one of them rolled a 15. So, the other, yeah, the other one, he just comes over and pulls a small knife from his pocket and just, like, swings towards you and slices you just, just up the arm as, like, as you try to defend yourself. So you take three points of uh, damage. It is then your turn, Juno. So we're being attacked from behind by Bari Keep. Mm-hmm. Targus. And Bari. then Jarek has come at us as well. What's his name? Jarek, but yeah. Jarek? Jarek. Jarek. Uh, yeah, Jarek has come straight for us. Uh, uh, well, no, Jarek, Jarek is still currently back by the wagons. Two people that were moving the carpets around and loading the wagons up have come stepped forwards to take you both on as well. We are so out of our depth. I did wonder why you started. <laughs> yeah, you two have just sort of picked a fight with everyone by yourselves. Have we not learnt that Judah and Enkidu will do shit when there's no one around <laughs> to we let them go? Move. I know, it's like, no, 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 no. Not by yourselves, you two. Not without supervision. Not without adult supervision. I am gonna go for bar guy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna turn around and chromatic all about the end of my quarter staff. Am I gonna do that? Is that a massive waste of a spell? Juna would do it. So Juna's gonna. What would Juna do? That's on a t-shirt. What would Juna do, yeah. 21 to hit. 21 hits, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Six damage. Six damage. And then as a bonus action, um, she is going to send Ruana up through the trapdoor to do her sitting on her hind legs, come here to um, Gwen. <laughs> well, the others are right the way round in the bar upstairs. Yeah, it'll take her, it'll take her a while. But, okay, okay. But, so uh, yeah, like it'll take her a small while, but you've like sent her off and round. Cool. It is then Jarek's turn, and he is going to rush forward. Again, he's sticking his hands in his pocket, pulling something out, and throws... It looks like a small vial of white smoke. Throws that down on the floor, directly behind one of the hauliers, so that a, uh, a large puff of smoke white powdery smoke fills the space around the two of them and around the two of you as well. Can you both make constitution saving throws please? Oh my god. Yeah, ten. Eleven. So as soon as you start breathing this smoke in, there is something quite sweet about it and... Hang on, is it magic? Hmm. Technically yes. Yes. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you get Sorry, this. Um, this no, that's fine. <laughs> As you're breathing it in, you relax. You feel quite happy. Oh no! And we're frosted. You just get the What's impression that a frost that, bomb. A frost that, bomb. Yeah, that you're just like yeah. You, this is this is good. You don't really know why you're fighting these people. Like, well, you know why you're fighting them. But and Jerick <laughs> then just says, "Everybody, stop fighting." And you think that's the best idea anyone's ever had. Oh, I knew I loved you, Jarrett. You're such a beautiful young chap. Oh, so peaceful and wise. Okay, you two. 
Fighting is never a good idea. Violence. No, it's not, no, is it? No. All right. Why don't Why don't it, Why don't you four just lay out two carpets if you could, just on the floor, unroll them, just go and get some carpets, lay oh, them out on the yeah. floor, just here. Enkidu, shall we get carpet together? Mm, let's get a carpet. Yeah. What do you oh. guys think? And I'm speaking to someone that no one can see. Like, do you guys think I should sleep as well? Let's get a carpet. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear Enkidu, all of the voices in your head are like, Ah! ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 And you're like, Oh, guys. Oh, I got this. We're gonna, we're gonna relax. It's all right. Yeah, the two of you, quite happily, go and get some carpet. The two haulers as well, they pulled it, they lay two out, and then Jerick's like, all right, you chap with the sword and little lady there, why don't you both lay down in a carpet each? Yeah. I've yep. always wanted to lay down in a carpet. You get a Cleopatra. Divine. Yeah, we're just, we're just going to roll you up for fun. How does oh, that sound? Oh, that's such fun. Oh, it looks really Such fun. Oh, great. <sighs> Wonderful. And yeah, the two of you lie, lie down, the two haulers quite happily just slowly roll you in these carpets. It's, it's quite restricting. You can just about breathe out of the top of the carpet, but you're rolled up, and then you hear through the muffled sounds, all right, everybody, why don't we just put them on one of these wagons? Great. Yeah, okay. All right, well, let's just leave them there. You get little pats, and somebody, like a muffled voice goes, just just stay here, have a sleep, why don't you, both of you? Just have a little sleep, and when you wake up, you can go on your way. How does that sound? That sounds wonderful that sounds like the best idea i've ever heard <sighs> all right wonderful okay well you just relax here we'll just put you on the back of a wagon and you're gonna go for a nice ride that's great isn't it yeah oh. wonderful stuff okay i'll see you later bye bye Fucking hell. Oh my god, it's gone well, hasn't it? Oh shit, it's gone well. Wrapped in a carpet. <laughs> back upstairs. As you're sort of both waiting up there, after a small while, there's a, a little mouse comes running in. Oh. Uh, <laughs> comes up to Gwendolyn, falls on her dress, gestures with his, with her little with her little paw. Rowana, is someone in trouble again? <laughs> <laughs> guy as soon as as soon as he sees the mouse just goes yep yep that's 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 what we should have predicted would have happened <laughs> are we is there anyone else with us david or is it just the three of us have you moved round into the main tavern room or did you stay in the storeroom we probably we were told to wait in the tavern so we were like okay yeah. well, we'll play along with the ruse and we'll go to the tavern and wait mm-hmm. yeah so there's there's another barman serving drinks and stuff but there's actually only about two other tables have got people on but they're all quite quite happily like keeping to themselves. What's Rowana doing at the moment? Just uh, just trying to get the three of you to follow her. It looks like they might need some help. <laughs> I'm just gonna roll an inside just to see if I can. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I think we should follow Rowana. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sure thing. Yeah. Come on. Come on. We're just three people walking out, following a mouse. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, uh, this this way. Come on. Uh, come on. You two. I don't know. Yes, Arcanist. Yeah, right. Good. Good. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Come on. Come on. Go. Follow the mouse. <laughs> and you're led round uh, back through the alley, uh, down to a side street, to a closed cellar door. Closed. Mm. Closed. Yeah. And the mouse is indicating that. Yeah. She's cellar sort door? of like, yeah, scurries on top of it, sort of jumping up and down on it. I think we should inspect the cellar. What do you two think? 
Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Yes. Okay. Gwendolyn tries and opens it. It's not locked, actually. Oh. But as you do open it, you see a, a ramp down into a larger cellar space. And you, do, you, can, hear, you can hear talking. You can see Targus at one end having a, quite a frank argument with, uh, with Jarek. Perhaps we should see if we can overhear what they're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Make, uh, make perception checks. Each of us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Eight. Twelve. Uh, that's going to be an eleven. <laughs> eleven. So between the three of you, it's, it's, it's fairly muffled. They're talking in, like, angry voices, but, like, quite low. Targus is clearly apologizing for, for something and is mentioning the fact that there is a, an arcanist upstairs. So this seemed like the best answer. And Jarek's like, fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, we're going to have to ship. We're going to have to ship now. We're going to have to ship whilst he's here, because then he won't be at the gate. Is there anyone else in there with them besides the two? Not that you can quite see from where you are. Okay, I think we can take them. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah, I mean, you two are really, like, you know, good and strong in a fight, and I'll, and I, I'll, and I'll wait and see what finds out what happens. Um, Have you seen me in a fight? <laughs> well, see, Rowana seems to think that they're in trouble, so if they're in trouble, there doesn't seem to be anything go- going on now, so where are... Juna and Inkidu. Okay, hang on. Hang on one second. Okay, I'm just going to just check because I'm going to send a message, but I don't know if I need to know the exact location of them, like Mm. the direction of them. Whether or not you need to see them or anything like that. I think we did it. I did it once where I pointed at um, Iris and I think Mm. I did it with disadvantage because I didn't know exactly where he was. Well, because there's no no role involved. I'd say it's... Oh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's absolutely fine if you want (laughs) to... That didn't happen then. That didn't happen then. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that's definitely what happened. Like, I think it's absolutely fine. Yeah, uh, uh, guys, if you want to point down and like hope that you you catch Enkidu or Juna. Sure. Keep spamming it till you hit them. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I'll just see if I've got a signal down here. <laughs> Roll for signal. Yeah, and that was a 13. Yeah, I'd definitely let you have that, having rolled a two at my end. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to send a message. i like, hey, Juna, how's it going? Are you down here with all the carpets? Did you find the, the murderer? What's going on? Do I hear that? Juna, have you fallen asleep as you were told to? I don't know. Should I roll for it? If you want to, yeah. You might have started, but you yeah. also might be a little bit awake. Drifting. Cool. No, I'm not asleep. I got a 17 okay. on a d20. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so yeah, as you're sort of like... Yeah, I'm just sort of drifting off. Cosily restrained in a carpet. Yeah. yeah, you just hear Gaius's voice come to you. I'm having a lovely rest in a carpet. It's very snuggly. Just having a sleep in a carpet. Okay. <laughs> so, Juna is in a carpet... Presumably one of those carpets. In a carpet. And um, I can see there's a, there's a bulging of a carpet. Yep, that's probably... Well, that's probably going to be in Kidu, so... Uh, yeah, they're in the carpets. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's why they didn't want us looking at the carpets then. Yeah. Maybe all the carpets are full of people. Or who's in the other carpets then? Maybe the murderer is being smuggled out with one of them as well. How many carpets are there, DM? There's three full wagons of carpets, and more are being moved over as well. Rolled up, large carpets. But currently there's no one inside here, apart from those two talking. That you can see. from Again, because you're, you're still up back at the entrance of it. You're, you haven't even gone down into the cellar. No. Okay, okay so do um, we try and see if we can sneak in there and get the jump on them? I don't, we don't know how many people are actually down there. Or do we wait until the wagon comes out? But 
if there's lots of wagons, how are we going to know which one Enkidu and June are in? And potentially the murderer. Do we go in and pretend to inspect them or something? Well, um... Whilst you're still the Arcanist, how much longer are you going yeah. to be the Arcanist? Uh, let me have a think. How long have I been the Arcanist for? Uh, probably, you've only, you've probably only about got 15 minutes left, I'd say. Okay, okay, I reckon I've got about 50 minutes left. <laughs> if you want to do that, Orin, I'll, I'll have your back. Okay, maybe be prepared to jump them if this goes wrong. Gwendolyn makes sure she has a dart in one hand and her spear in the other. Amazing. Okay, you go ahead, buddy. So we're going to just storm down there, yes? With you at the yeah, forefront. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what am I saying? I'm going to inspect the carpet. I need to inspect the carpets or... Or I know what's going on. Um, it sounds like the consortium in the hex might be paired up on this. Yes, perhaps you want some bribes. Perhaps you want to make oh, yeah, it yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. more yeah. sneaky. You know, you want them to keep you quiet. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Crooked yeah, it idea. is. Okay, let's right. go. Okay, right. Let's do this. Start walking down. Uh, all three of you heading down. I'm going to wait a little bit until they go until he goes down for a bit is it just one straight shoot down i like if he walks to the left and they look that way can i go to the right and sneak around them or is it quite it's not like the the ramp itself has got walls either side so you can like hug a wall but it is it is just the one ramp down yeah i'll just follow him then if there's no other like sneakiness that i can do then i'll just Mm. follow along i'll be following along too to be um protection for Orin, basically needs it so yeah, as uh, the three of you stroll down confidently, um, Targus and Jerek seem to be finishing their conversation, walking back toward one of the wagons when the three of you suddenly appear and approach. And Targus turns around and goes, oh, uh, you guys probably wait upstairs, sir, sir, if you could uh, uh, kindly. Uh, no, no, um, I think it's probably best that we come down and just have a little um, inspect, make sure uh, everything oh, no, is, this is, this is as not agreed. A- this is well. This is not none of the business with, uh, I've been having with uh, with your with your colleague. So this is nothing to do with that. You say no, no, sir, no, sir. This is something entirely different. Uh, and Jerick uh, sort of steps forward and goes, um, "Yeah, uh, this this isn't this isn't um, part of that." Well, obviously, I know what my scholar has been discussing. And then he chucks another bomb you. down. Can Ooh. the three of you make Constitution saving throws? Oh my god. <laughs> As as soon as like this this like little vial collides with the floor and this puff of white smoke goes straight up all of your nostrils, you can just hear Jarek going, Can you not see that fucking illusion? What's wrong with you? (laughs) 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 Sorry guys, he rolled really high on that check. (laughs) I got an eight twelve natural twenty. I'm very scared I'm going to be the only one in the room right now (laughs) so yeah Orin and Gwendolyn Gwendolyn you're back in that that happy state oh I remember it's been a hot second and Orin it's really relaxing like everything seems great and Jerick straight away goes everybody down on the floor please absolutely I thought you'd never ask Gaius, do you... Uh, Gaius is going to immediately see what's happening and then go, Oh, that floor looks so comfortable. And he will, like, fall straight to the floor <laughs> and just be, like, like hugging the floor. Like, oh, yeah, that's the good stuff. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. And then Jerick instructs the, to the two hauliers to grab three more, three more carpets. All right, everyone, we're just going to have a nice little nap in some carpets. How does that sound? Yeah, it sounds great. Amazing. Amazing. Lovely, lovely. 
three quite nicely woven carpets are laid out on the floor one by one he tells you each to lay this down really nice material lay down it's, it's a very nice pattern actually that's in each of them it's a little bit hypnotic <laughs> all right um we're just gonna roll you up then roll you come on everyone roll along Ooh. roll 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 <laughs> this is fun isn't it roll it up yeah Gaius, do you play along right the way i'm gonna play along and make sure that my flute is in the position where it's resulting in like my my role being a bit bigger than it would necessarily mean that I was like wrapped up tight, meaning there's some mm-hmm. wiggle room for me to move around. Absolutely. And then slowly and surely, the three of you are dumped. Junior and Kidu, you both feel like somebody's just put a, another body on top of you each, and there's a it's oh, a little bit squished. There's a sense that maybe you can't stay like this for too long. The air is slowly f- failing you, but. You're still quite comfortable. <sighs> Gaius, you're the, the last one to be put onto the pile. You can't see which wagon you've been put on. You can't see what has happened. You can't hear much, but you, you do eventually hear a, a Jarek's voice again going, All right, everybody, uh, if you could just relax here for a couple of hours, we're just going to take you on a little ride. And then, then dump you out somewhere else. How does that sound, everybody? Oh, yes. Yay. Oh, that sounds amazing. That's what I've always wanted. Great stuff. All right. Okay, well, you just sit tight there. Don't worry. If you want to have a sleep, it'll all wear off in a couple of hours. All right? Good stuff. Okay. <sighs> okay. I'm going off to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> Gaius, since you're the only one uh, Compass Mentis, as, as we say What are you doing? Are you going to wait there? Are you, you can hear movement quite a lot outside You can hear talking You can't hear what's being said But whatever the plan had been Is clearly being like pushed forward a little bit more He said a couple of hours So I presume that we're leaving the gates I would just wait until the sounds of maybe like the streets and things Gives way to countryside and and the farms and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it's uh, after about sort of 15, 20 minutes of just lying there, you all feel the wagon starting to shift and move. Uh, and again, occasionally it gets a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, your lungs get a little bit tight where you've got people pressing down on you. And a few hours later... Can I just ask a question? Mm-hmm. How was Ruana affected? <laughs> I just want to oh, make shit. sure she's with us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, she can bamf into a interdimensional space, can't yeah, she? Yeah, I can right. imagine because she's... Yeah. Uh, make, I mean, make a check for her anyway. Make a constitution check, just in case. <laughs> she rolled an unnatural one. What? Oh, right. Oh, my God. That's awful. Um, So she's, as best she can, been following all of the instructions, and she's snuggled, like, into Gwendolyn's neck in her carpet along with her because she's been told to go lie down in a carpet and she's yeah. like okay <laughs> that's a desperately want role. fan art of that Gwendolyn and Rana the mouse yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah like I say it's, it's about 15 minutes uh, of waiting there and then the, the wheels start moving of this thing and probably about an hour later the sounds of the city start going off there is a brief moment which Gaius you're assuming is the city gate in which the wagon is checked you can hear some conversation, like the wagon stops for a good five, ten minutes, and there are people sort of coming round, checking it, and then the wagon carries on moving again. Ooh. Yeah, I just, I don't know how far this thing goes, because he says they've got business with them. I think once we get out of the city gates, that's when I'll like start to shuffle, I'll push my loot below my feet, and with the mm. extra bit of wiggle room, I'll try and 
pop up so my head eventually like slips out of the end of the rug what do i see so the wagon is uh leaving the city on the opposite side you don't recognize any of the of the streets of the buildings and from the position of the town itself with a nearby forest you realize that you're coming out of the northern side whereas you'd arrived on the southern side Mm. having a quick look around from like one end uh you can see the the pile of carpets that you're on you can see that the road and the town drifting away from you and that's really about it the weather's quite nice today which is nice it's pushing sort of pushing it's probably about midday by this point are we in a convoy no no you seem to be a solo wagon just a one person riding that wagon mm. you go from the head the end that you've pushed your head out you can just see the back end of the wagon so you can't see the driver at all okay but you can hear a horse like sort of pulling you along okay i will like shimmy myself out of the carpet mm-hmm. make a strength check or, or i suppose a dexterity check oh thank god for that <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be 11. 11, that's enough. That's enough. Like, it takes you a, a, a fair while, sort of 10 minutes of, like, just easing the carpet so you've got a little bit more space, a little bit more space. And at the same time, you can occasionally feel, as you're sort of pushing down to try and give yourself, like, just that little bit extra wiggle room, you can occasionally feel the fact that you're, like, pushing down on somebody's face. <laughs> or, like, and you're like, you, you don't want to lean on them too much. So you ease your way out and you manage to get one, one arm free, push yourself right out, and the other one comes out as well. To the point that, yeah, your whole torso is sort of hanging out off the end of the wagon. I'm going to push myself all the way out where I can actually, like, move about myself and mm-hmm. I am free of the carpet. And you do, and you flop right the way out onto the road behind the wagon. Oh, gosh. Oh, uh, uh. And I'll quickly get to my feet and, like, run behind and then hop back onto the... To the, to, the, to the car. Yeah, yeah. It's not going uh, at like a great speed. No. It's sort of just sort of like, try, like trotting along. So quite easily you run up, jump on the back, peeking up behind the, over the carpets. You can see that it's just a solo driver. Uh, sort of his back to you. Sort of wearing sort of a nice traveller's coat, a little sort of tricorn hat on. I'm going to very gently pull out my loot from the carpet. I'll have to tune it a little bit because the... Because the carpet has like shoved it together, so I'm very carefully like tuning it, and then I'm just going to play a very soft ditty, uh, a lullaby, and we'll cast sleep on the driver at first level. Nice, cool. Yeah, roll your roll your dice. So we've got uh, six, nine, fourteen, twenty, twenty-one. So if he has twenty-one points or lower, then he goes to sleep. So as you sort of like you're sat there and you start playing this really soft tune. You just see him turn around to look at you for a moment, and then he gets really drowsy, and <laughs> so his head just sort of slumps onto his chest. The horse doesn't stop; like the reins just sort of like in it, loosely in his hands, just rest on his on his knees. You just hear. A... The horse is going down a straight route. It's gonna be a while. I don't think it's gonna be weaving or waving for a while. So I'm just gonna very just like. Unroll my friends one at a time. Mm-hmm. See if they're all still intoxicated. There's uh, not a huge amount of space on the back of the carpets, uh, on the back of the, the wagon. So are you getting rid of carpets to get to them? All right, then in that case, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to get some rope that's in my explorer's pack and tie the guy up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Once he's tied up and everything, I will pull on the reins, stop the horse, which I presume wakes him up, but he's gagged at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yep. I will like assess who, which, which rug has got my friends in it. I'll drag them out. Sometimes a little bit uncomfortably. I mean, June is quite easy to pull out because she's quite light. But maybe someone like yep. Kidu or Gwen because she's so tall, I accidentally like drop 
the carpet <laughs> down, presuming it's their feet. And they hear a grunt, which means yeah. that I've just dropped it on their head. And I'll unroll them to see their current condition. And one by one, the four of you are yeah laid out on the ground, rolled out to see Gaius checking you over. Guy, hi guys. You're so beautiful. You should take your mask off. Okay, I just want to assess something here, guys. I want you to give me. uh, Hang on, Enkidu, give me your scimitar. I want you to keep your scimitar. Okay. Okay, that's not good. Um, uh, Gwen, (laughs) let's take it. Gwen, I want you to promise me that you will never go and visit, go and try and find your mother. I'm never going to try and find my mother. I promise. Okay, that's equally not good. Juna, next time we go by a stream, can you just dump all of your twain tide tea? Oh, absolutely. That sounds like a great place for making twain tide. Oh God. Okay. 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 Come on. Come on, Oren, buddy. Come on. Uh, Oren. Yeah. Can you do me a favor? You know you're like nice little dragon. Yeah. You like? Do you mind if I smash it up? I've just got a feeling. I just fancy smashing something up, and it looks like a great. Yeah. Thing. Shall I turn it on for you first to make it more fun? <laughs> <laughs> so you want me to smash it then? Yeah. I, you don't mind me smashing it? No. Did you want this sheathed or unsheathed? I'm confused. Did, did you want to be safety first. Is there a river around? I'll dump dump my twain tide now. Okay. There's so many conflicting things in Chris right now. <laughs> <laughs> Like, right, let's hear everyone's backstory. Here we go. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, Guy is uh, is very aware of the concerns aspect. And he's just like, oh, okay. Okay, everybody. What we are going to do is we are going to find the stream. We're going to dunk our heads. And we're going to get a nice, fresh bit of water. Do I know anything? Oh, Twain tight water. Uh, not oh, right yeah. now, no. Uh, okay. I can the dragon. is not far from here, though. <laughs> Can I just clarify, uh, DM? I don't know anything about frosting, do I? Um, (laughs) We must have told you. Make a make a beyond what they've told you. Make a history check. But Gwen was frosted when you saw her, right? Yeah, 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 she was still frosted. Uh, That was a six. Okay, so yeah, you've not had any personal history with it beyond what's happened, like in game. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a kind of drug that just makes people incredibly suggestible and like willing to do whatever is asked of them. Okay, guys. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you here, and I need you to pay real good attention. Yeah. You are currently very suggestible. You have had some drugs. If you say so. You are not yourself. <laughs> I believe and you. And therefore, okay. we need to make sure that you have a fresh, fresh, like, a, a mindset. So does anybody think of any good ideas of how we could, like, you know, make those effects go away? Mm, Twain tight? I... No, yeah. that's not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> You said we should dunk our heads in a river. Yeah, maybe like, yeah. like okay, yes. like it's uh, DM. Do I hear I any we running that. water or anything like that? Make a perception check. God, please, <laughs> I don't actually know what to do. <laughs> yes. Okay, that's going to be fifteen plus my four, which is going to be nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. So you climb on the back of the uh, of the wagon, just have a very quick scan of the horizon, and there is you can just uh, see a, a like the edge of a river, a bit of a stream, probably about half hour's walk away. Like 15 minutes if you're going to use the wagon. I'll take them over there. Now, mm-hmm. just for sake of brevity, take them over there. Da, 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 da. Okay, guys, look, uh, what I want you to do is I want you to dunk your heads in that water and I want you to put your head in that water for about a good 30 seconds, okay? All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. As long as you can yeah, before okay. you have to come up for breath, okay? 
Yeah, oh, sounds okay. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you okay. going to okay. do it? Oh, yeah. But you're not allowed to drown yourself, okay? That's the fun. That's the challenge. So okay. just as long as you can. No drowning. drowning. They won't do that. Drowning. No drowning. Mm. Dunk my head in. <laughs> yeah, same. Dunk. Head in. <laughs> yeah, all four of you, one by one. You're just like, yeah. Face right the way in. It, it's quite hard on breath. And you pull up. You still feel much the same. <laughs> So you've got a wet head now. Should we do it again? My hair is so wet. Yeah, my goggles are wet. Gwendolyn's just like swinging around her wet plait. That's a good idea, Gwen. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Swing around your wet plait, Oren. Yeah, Juna starts swinging her hair around as well. I'll use this. I'll hit the murderer with my wet plait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The murderer in the carpet. Uh, okay, guys, oh, just yeah. a suggestion here then. Just uh, two ways yeah. we could go about this. One is that we never yeah. return to that town and we carry on with our journey. Or we go back and we kick ass and we get Bessie and we see if we can reveal this whole weird conspiracy that's going on. Now, there's two options there. So I'm giving you an open choice rather than oh. it being a closed. This is what I want to do. So I love good. both of those yeah, suggestions. All your really ideas are good, guys. Both of them. Yeah. Right. Brilliant. Right. Yes. Whatever you think is best. Both. I'm, I'm <laughs> 100% Chris, head in hands, dealing with four people, just saying yes. Mm. Or we could do both at once. <laughs> Let's like, yes. Let's yeah. split the party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should split the party. Have a plan B, like Miss yeah. Sebthorne says. Yeah. Let's do Try both. S- Let's never yeah. go there and also go then. <laughs> Yeah. Orin. Okay, not you, because that's going to be mean. But Enkidu, you can handle this. And I will smack him across the face. Ooh. <laughs> How's that? How'd you feel? Hmm. I felt... Hmm. Familiar. <laughs> God damn it. And he starts laughing. Can I have a fellow. I want one fellow. too. Yeah. Yeah. left out. Yeah. Okay, everyone. This Slapping is what we're going to do. When Lynn tries to slap somebody <laughs> who's closest to her. <laughs> no, no, no. No, we're not starting this. Oh, God. I want oh, to. I'm stopping. Oh, okay. If you say so. Go on, so. Gwen. You can slap me. No, we're not doing this. We're not playing happy slapsies. Listen. Okay, guys. Guys, this is we're thing. not allowed to play no, happy slapsies. We can't play. Okay. That's, no. that's no. naughty. No. Don't do do what Gaius says. Do okay, this is what Gaius. I want to do. Gaius is such yeah. a good leader. Yeah, he is. I, I am. And you should all remember that next time we get gold and then we can, uh, when we split it equally, like, just remember, I'm a really good guy, so maybe give me a bit more. Okay. But anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. You can have my gold. No, you I don't want your gold. gold. That was a joke. Okay, listen, guys, <laughs> this is what we're going to do. Clearly, sleep is the only good thing here, but I'm all out of spells to do. So we're going to just spend a nice day and nice night in the woods. Okay? We're going to spend a nice okay. night in the woods. Get there with fresh eyes and, yeah. and fresh minds. Yeah. And I love the woods. Maybe there'll be another witch to help us. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Though, I have if a only, problem. If only. And I'm looking at Rwanda there like, if only. Rwanda, Rwanda <laughs> just is like... <laughs> Like trying to slap someone. (laughs) 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 Oh my god! Forget what I was about to say. (laughs) That's what she's doing. (laughs) Tiny mouse. 
trying to slap people. Little mouse slaps. <laughs> okay, guys, this is what we're going to do. What I want you to do is, yeah. Rowana, stop it. Rowana. <laughs> stop it, the tickles. <laughs> you guys all get in the cart, and then oh, yeah. um, we are going to, you're going to have like a little nap. Nappy nap. Yeah. It might be today, it might be tomorrow, but you'll wake up and you'll feel a whole lot better. That's right. Come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. lovely. Should we go back really in the car? Oh, there's some yeah. people shouting. Guys, should head. we go back inside the carpets? Yeah. yeah just, just get a little covered under the carpets. You don't need to be like, okay. just in case you have to get up quickly. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay, okay everyone. You guys get there. We're going to sleep. Yeah. Right. We'll no shouting. Guys. I alone will look after you and be your guardian. That is Thanks. sick, Thanks. twisted, Thank deviant God has destined me to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, blame the dice gods. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're looking out for us, guy. Yeah. Oh, I wonder what happened to the murderer. No. Me too. I no. saw them get into a carpet. Oh, I did. Like us, we got into Ruana a carpet. Rwana did, yeah. Mm. Maybe they're having a lovely time in the carpet too. This yeah. carpet? I don't know. Are they in this carpet? It was in one of the wagons that Ruana saw. Guy's hairs on the back of his neck just stand on end as he just slowly turns towards the cart. Is there anything moving in that cart? <laughs> Make a perception check. <laughs> That's a 17. No. I am going to go up to the driver, mm-hmm. and he's awake, I presume, because I shoved him around. And yeah, stuff. and he's like, he's, he's struggling with the, the binding that you've done, but you've tied it pretty tight. So I'm just going to get out my dagger. I'm just going to hold it against his stomach. Mm-hmm. Listen, you motherfucker. If you even think about messing with me right now, I will slit your throat from ear to ear. Do you mm-hmm. hear me? Mm-hmm. He's just going to curl his uh, finger down and go, listen. I didn't really mean that. I'm really sorry. I'd like, I, this is just an inconvenient time for me. And like, all my friends are really drugged up and stuff. And I'm feeling quite nervous and I'm feeling quite like, vulnerable right now. Um, but I just want to make sure that you're cool with like not attacking me or something. Is that cool? You okay? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, mean, uh, I didn't even realize that there were people back there. So uh, I've just been told to deliver these carpets. So if you could not kill me, that would be great. Okay. So like, you're not part of the, like, the hex. I mean, I don't ask any questions. I, uh, I just drive the carts places. I don't know what's going on. Can I? Is he, is he telling the truth? Make an insight check. I want to know if he's the truth. And also if I know anything, like, is his face shifting or anything? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's going to be a 13. He does seem to be telling the truth, from what you can tell, that he's just a hired driver. And, like, this entire situation is beyond him. <laughs> There's, a, like, sheer panic in his face. He's tied up. You've got a knife to his stomach. Yeah. He seems to be telling the truth. Okay, I'm going to put the knife away. I'm just going to be like, <laughs> okay, um, I'll undo the ropes and stuff and be like, look, buddy, you just need to go on your journey, crack on, keep going down there. I'll give you some, here's a gold and here's some rations and you go have Thanks. a merry life, but don't return to the city, okay? Okay, I'll keep going the way I was going. Yep, you'll do that. On foot, on foot. This is our cart now. <sighs> he sort of looks back at the cart. I mean, if I don't turn up with the cart, there's no point in me going that way. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, okay, well, we'll do this, we'll do this then. You give me two rugs, two rugs, and my sleeping friends, and you go on your way, okay? Okay. Okay, capiche. All right. I'll take these. <laughs> what, what? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he almost, he almost, like, helps you, like, l- unload two of the rugs as well. 
and then he's like as soon as he's like clear of of you gets back on uh and it's like uh thank you for not stabbing me yeah it's okay just uh be careful who you who you get employed by next time okay because like there were some bad bad people okay okay and then like cracks the the reins and like carries on down the road we're not still on the cart, right? I know, no, right? No, no, you're all down by the river, aren't you? I'm about to say, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, basically, there's, like, now I'm making, like, a quick camp. There's two rugs, and there's, like, friends that were just sleeping on the rugs. Mm-hmm. And we're by the river, and we've got all our stuff. And everyone has a nice short rest. Yep. <laughs> Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. There is still time to send in your questions for Gwendolyn and Gaius. Superfan Sam will be quizzing Chris and I on the 18th of February at 8pm GMT for the next instalment of No Small Questions. So if you have a question and you'd like it to be considered, you can get them to us via social media. We are at No Small Roles on Twitter and Instagram, and on Facebook, you can find us by searching No Small Roles. Roles spelt R-O-L-L-S. And if you would like to join us live in the Zoom where it happens, you can sign up for our Patreon. Just go to patreon.com forward slash No Small Roles to subscribe and get your invite to join us on the 18th of February. All new patrons get a shout out right here when they sign up. And this week's No Small Shout Out goes to podcast connoisseur Stuart Townend. Thank you so much, Stuart. We've been enjoying your tweets about the show and we are delighted to have you rolling with us as a patron. Sending big rolls to you. We are thrilled to see that we have new listeners joining the adventure all the time. So if you are loving No Small Roles and you want to just keep helping us grow, then we'd certainly appreciate it if you could give us the odd retweet, perhaps recommend us to your own adventuring party. And should you choose to drop us a review on places like Podchaser and iTunes, that is also a fantastic way of helping more fabulous listeners like yourselves find our show. But that is all from me for now. Let's get you back to the action. Yeah, it's probably about an hour and a half later that everybody, some some of you might have fallen asleep doing whatever it is you, you feel like is the best thing to do. Even the slightest suggestion from Gaius to sit still. You're like, yeah, okay. You bet, but yeah, about an hour and a half later, you all start coming round. The, the effect starts wearing off. Mm-hmm. It's a slow process. But eventually, you are back in control of yourselves again. Oh, my head. I remember this feeling. What happened? Where are the rugs? Where's the cot? Well, the murderer. The hex. What? What? Where are the murderer? You've not forgotten anything. Like, you can remember it all. Yeah. Okay. still, where doesn't affect your memory, but like, where's the murderer? Ruana saw them getting into one of these wagons. So they could be anywhere. Did she see which wagon? She did. Which wagon was it, David? <laughs> One of the three. Oh my gosh! They all look. They all look pretty they similar. All look, they all look pretty standard for wagons, and all three were being loaded with carpets. But so I'm, I'm going to assume it's not the one we were on because is there any way of finding out where the other two went? Or well, I have 
some idea. I don't know. Can I guess that we're heading northeast out of the city? Uh, yeah, like having a quick stand around, and especially with Gaius sort of explaining what he saw. Okay. On the on the way out, like yeah, you you reckon you're you're probably like north northeast of of Rostall, uh, and you can still just about see the red brick buildings. Probably about two three hours walk away though. Back to the town. To the town. Yeah. To the town. Crazy uh... idea. We possibly might have discovered what Master Ilwin has sent us to find what he was concerned about. He was concerned that the consortium were up to something, plotting something. The Hex are supplying Lord Rostall with frosting to recruit his army. And we were heading northeast. And what is northeast of here, friends? For Lost Vale, the Lord's Assembly where both Berrien, who was using the frosting, and also Lord Rostall conveniently are assembled. How do we know that Lord Rostall's to do with the frosting? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Lord Rostall's conveniently not around while this murderer is going around killing people in his hometown. What was he doing about it? But also, do we know that Rostall is in with Berrien? I think they don't. it's not for sure yet. No, it's not for sure yet. Just a guess. It's just a guess. I think if I'm honest with you, like the, from what you guys told me briefly, like, when we were back there that like one the murderer was uh paid the hex guy what? to get him out of the city so there wasn't necessarily like a thing going on there but oh, damn it i don't think there's like a conspiracy thing here well, the, the the tavern owner did not seem very happy for yvette to, to see what was going on yeah, when we when we went up to them they said something about um yvette's colleague um Scholar. Did they? Oratrix, I assume. Uh, Oratrix. Uh, by, yeah, yeah, yeah. By, if they said colleague. So perhaps yeah. they've got something going on with the Hex. I don't think the Arcanist knew what was going on. I think it was his, his apprentice, his junior, who's got some little side deal, some little side hustle going on. The boring one who we didn't but meet. Here's another question. If, if the Arcanist was instrumental to catching the faceless murderer, how did they escape the execution? They, they check. They can, Kalein can read thoughts. So it should have been easy to find the captured murderer, but they were out running around through the library. And that was the reason why I didn't stop us at the gate and call the guards, because I just feel like that town there, yeah, it's full of people not telling the truth, and I don't want to get sucked into that, and we've got a job to do, and, like, that place is is scaring me with consortium and hex stuff, and uh, I just think, I, I, the reason why I, I wanted to get out of the city was just so I could, you guys could have a clear head and we could talk about this. But I'm also worried if we do go back there and stop kicking up dust, it's going to come back and grit in our teeth oh, yeah. rather than like help something out. So my suggestion is that we get Bessie and get the hell out of Dodge. But we'd have to re-enter the city to get her. Yeah, she's outside the main town. Oh, she? Yeah, a guy parked her at uh, the Flying Philly. Mm-hmm. Wait, what about the horses we just had? They've gone with the driver in the car heading down the road damn it we have these two lovely carpets though (laughs) they are quite charming as carpets go they're quite comfy but they're quite big as well yeah i kind of felt bad for the guy he was just doing a job we've all been there we've all been service people you know what i mean no one should be rude to service people in general that's my outlook on life i'll say that again (laughs) no one should be rude to service people it's just my thoughts i think i think (laughs) couldn't agree more very good guy Yes. All right. Well, at least I suppose the people of Rostell are going to be safe because the murderer seems to have gotten away. Is that what we think? Yeah. Yeah, so I there's guess. now just a murderer at large instead. Yes. Anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Paid by the Hex. Supplying frosting to date to powerful people in the kingdom. Great. Well, maybe not necessarily just supplying well, frosting. Was there any... No. Did we see any sort of exchange of frosting? 
I tried to give someone some frosting. <laughs> How did that work out? You're part of the conspiracy. <laughs> we, we had the effect on us and people have it, but did we see anything to do with um, the murderer being given that sort of thing? Juna? No. No. No, it was, it was, the, it was the murderer being, being bundled up in the carpets. It looked like they were making a getaway. Again, I think the 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 murderer was just like you know an opportunist, a, a sole agent who was doing their own thing. And then, of course, they probably knew about the hexes hideaways and stuff because, like you know, yeah. uh, criminal syndicates of whatever, and just basically used the services of the hex to to escape the city yeah. undetected. Did they look like they were on the same side? And what are mm. they going to do next? Kill Rustle. I well, Je- Jerick and the the murderer seemed to have a deal. They they were talking and he was there was an exchange of money which mm. way from from the murderer to jerrick so he was employing or they were employing the services of the hex yeah just basically being like get me out of the city i suspect and then jerrick jerrick was doing them a solid and getting them on a on a car and there's obviously drugged us to stop us from getting in the way and we know that the hex deal in frosting i mean we've experienced that in the past mm. and other things have we no we haven't that's that's not true we haven't had experience of the hex dealing in frosting have we not yet no. yeah the stuff with um deacon but that wasn't that wasn't the hex that wasn't the hex that alex was, ludder alec, that alec, was alec ludder had, and he and alec ludder got a warning from the hex so alec ludder yeah. was working separately yeah he was yeah. Mm. No, but right. maybe because Ludder was getting in on the Hex's business. It. Yeah, he's trying to take yeah. over the operation of it. So they in my just... experience of the Hex in the past, do they deal in frosting? Make a history check. Well, it's like magical items is their deal. Yeah, it mm. is. 17. 17. Um, so your experience is that they get involved in anything that gives them control and power of the underworld. Of like the criminal underworld, not yeah. the underworld. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, quite often, like... And partly the name, the Hex, comes from their, their prevalence of, of sort of smuggling magical items. But you've known them to do, to push in on other criminal territories as well. Not just exclusively magic items. Okay. So what's, what's the next move then, gang? Are we like, the murderer has gotten away. Really bad luck there. Like, the murderer got away. We don't know where they went. North, south, east, or west. And, uh, and like I said, going back there is going to be really scary and dangerous for us so like might as well move on with our mission which is to go and find the you know who wanted us to go and have a look at yeah yeah to the golden the, the, forest mm. i just have a bit of a concern that, that no one else in the city knows that the murderers escaped right no yeah so like the no, person yes. who's going to the gallows yeah, but like, hey, like, what can we do about that? We got no proof. No, we don't. Well, they d- they didn't have anybody going to the gallows because it it was the murderer that had escaped out of the cell. So that's true. Yeah, it seemed from what me and Oren saw that nobody innocent was going to be sent to the gallows. Oh, well, that's that's good. That's the main thing. Yeah. Yeah, and the city's just going to go back to thinking that there could be a faceless person wandering around the city. Mm. Right. Yeah. Trust no one. Somebody could be scapegoated. I'm still concerned that about the, the faceless footman's target. They were caught in the Red House in Rostell's Manor. Well, they've killed 20 to 30 people. Um, yeah. It wasn't like an assassination. Say. It was like a, it was just like a sort of killing spree sort of thing. But they were doing that to cover up something else, perhaps, in their mind, uh, from what we had our conversation with, with Clayne. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So they were working themselves up to a bigger, more obvious target. Maybe the smaller targets were disguising the bigger target. And they didn't know that Rostor was not in the town. 
maybe they're heading up northeast now to complete their mission perhaps we don't know that they're going northeast though if they're in a different carpet wagon they could be heading anywhere guy did you see where the other wagons were going no i was up i was wrapped up with you guys all i know was what i heard which was going out of the city yeah sorry i, I didn't see anything anything else guys we owe you our lives we we could easily have been killed so easily thank you guy for taking care of us thank you guy well you know it's uh it's weird to say, but I I think you guys would have done the same for me. I know you guys would have done the same for me, actually, and that's a weird thing for me to, to self-realize right now, but, oh yeah, of course. Oh, God, yes. I'd like to save your bacon just as well as mine, and uh, so don't worry about it. It's not a, it's not a thing. Do not right. All in the line of duty. <laughs> well done. Oh, guys. Yeah, well done. And I'm glad you didn't make me smash up my dragon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was so close to asking people th- things about their past. I was so close. We are such a shifty <laughs> lot. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, Guy, for not doing that. Thank you. Yeah. It just didn't feel right without you guys, like, being, you know, 100% you. Yeah. 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 Anyway, are we getting Bessie then and moving on, or what's the crap? I what's think the that's plan? the only thing we have. We can't track down the murderer yet we need to keep our ears out the consortium and the hex seem to have something going on with um clane's assistant so there's corruption going on there we don't know who we can trust i think it's probably useful information for heron of course Mm. yeah that's true i'm sure heron would be very interested to hear about that whatever's going on there Mm. but perhaps we ought to press on with going to investigate this forest yeah be far from where we are now Gwendolyn gets out her map (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and she's trying to work out where they actually are so you're just north a little bit of Rostall Rostall is yeah right on the border of the lake ward so you probably by this point crossed into the lake ward itself Okay. Um, so Fallos Vale is actually more directly east rather than northeast. Okay, cool. And north of where you are is the Golden Forest and Lake Dravain. Before that, no other like main cities marked on in your direct path to the Golden Forest. Mm-hmm. You could take a slight detour toward Medravain, but there are like a few villages dotted around here and there, but none of them that have been named on the map. We can press on northward make our way to the Golden Forest and see if we can find out anything about what's being hidden there. Yeah? We should probably also get in touch with Heron as well. We need more information. He might provide some insight. We don't know. Perhaps. How do we get in contact with him? Well, I pull out my book. Oh, of course. Perhaps this time we messaged the butler, though, instead of Heron. Yes. I think you're right, Gwen. Good idea. That's good thinking. I think we fill him in on what we discovered so far yeah yes and also the main question is do we go back well we if we're close enough to go get bessie yeah i think we need to get bessie we can't leave bessie guy do you know how close we are to where you left her uh dm uh round the the south side of the city so it'll probably take you a couple of hours to walk down and round giving the city a, a wide enough berth get to Bessie and then ride her back. Like the whole trip will probably take about three, four hours. Either that or Orin can send a message to them and then we can say we'll pay up when we come back. That could get really expensive. It could get very expensive. (laughs) We're paying a gold a night to stable her there. Oh my. Those sound like very swanky stables. I think we just go and get Bessie, I think. That would be my hope. We will go faster with Bessie. Okie dokie, let's go get Bessie. So, yeah, you all set off and, like I say, it's a couple of hours to get sort of round the city. When you do sort of start edging in towards the Flying Philly, there is, again, quite a lot of panic in the people around. 
People have started shutting up their doors uh, and their windows, keeping an eye. By the gate, you can see that there's a fair amount of... There's a small crowd of panic. The guard are letting people out slowly as people are being checked inside. There's enough of a commotion and things happening that it's actually quite safe for you to come round, collect Bessie, pay up just the two gold pieces, one for yesterday, one for today. Not been there long. And then leave the city again with her. Okay. Do we, like, whilst we're doing it, do we hear any yeah. conversation on you hear the words, yeah. anything? Any conversation that you do hear is like entirely speculation there's there is news that they've had to lock down the city because the faceless footman has escaped and that's it and almost as soon as people start mentioning that like the the paranoia starts spreading between the people having the conversation and then like they get really odd with each other every time Mm -hmm. you stop to listen um so the conversations are actually quite short yeah i can imagine that those kind of weird conversations when everything gets locked down i can just about stretched yeah. how that would feel. David, when you say people are being inspected at the gates, mm-hmm. can we see in what way they're getting inspected at the gates? Um, pro- not from the outside, but you can you can see that people are being let out slowly. And there is a small crowd of people just outside waiting for other people to come out. Okay. And you get the impression from the speed that they're coming out that they're, they're being checked. But you can't quite see what the check is. And there's lots of people around sort of milling around talking. Yeah. Can I just gently mill into a group? Yeah, yeah. And just sort of, after hearing a couple of speculative rumours, just go, oh, I heard they've been smuggled. They've smuggled themselves out in a carpet. Um, make a... I'll let you decide whether or not that's a persuasion or a deception. Persuasion. Roll for gossip. Roll for gossip, <laughs> exactly. Gossip roll. My gossip score is... Jenny check. Jenny check. <laughs> 16. 16. Uh, that, does, that does cause a bit of a stir. People are like, oh, I don't know, but I saw I saw a thing with a couple of wagons with carpets come out. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What if the? You, who, who did you hear that from? Well, I've heard there's dodgy stuff going on down at the wise man's nook. Oh, I don't know. If they, I mean, I've just been trying to get in for for trade, but oh, oh that's not good. Yeah. No. You probably you should probably go and tell the guard. Yeah. Oh no, maybe you should. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I didn't. I've just heard it from you, so that doesn't. Yeah. No, but. But I've, I've heard several other people saying it. And somebody else nearby is like, I'll go and talk to the guard. Okay, yeah, excuse me, excuse me. Come on, through. excuse me. <laughs> Oi, <laughs> um, And yeah, like you can see this 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 other uh, crowd members start just chatting away suddenly with the guard. And the guard's like, no, shut up, go away. Uh, but then at the same time, there are like three or four other people also crowding in on the guard, like offering their own advice. So... You don't know how far the rumour is going to spread. Yeah. I'd just like to just take a few minutes, if I can, just to go around a couple of other groups and just say the same thing again. Yeah. I love yeah. gossip. Orange. Just, Orange. Uh, just to plant some little seeds that the carpets are being used to smuggle people out and that there's dodgy stuff happening at the wise man's nook. Just to slightly mess with the hex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those those rumours do start like, being passed around. They do start making their way forwards, but... Uh occasionally you get like people arguing back being like no they're clearly checking everybody coming out I think they'd check the carpets like there's an arcanist in there what are you talking about (laughs) but the rumours like there are people that are panicked enough to go and keep spreading those rumours forward to other people in the crowd and to the guards themselves let's go back to the group yeah looking slightly (laughs) smug so yeah once you all gather up again you get Bessie Uh, which direction are you headed then? north north Towards the Golden Forest. Yeah. Yep. So the ride north for the rest of the day. By the time you've got Bessie and are like heading out again, it's probably pushing toward dinner time, if not a little bit later. 
So once you're far enough away from the city, like you've stopped to eat some food, are you going to push on into the night a little bit or just rest up? It's been the day. <laughs> yeah, rest up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll make yeah. us some dinner. I'll put the kettle on. Gwendolyn <laughs> does the security as usual. She, she, she will always, whenever they're um, camping outside, she'll always do the security. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you find a nice little copse of trees, four or five tall silver birch type things. Park yourself down. Gwendolyn marks the area out. Juno, what's for dinner? <laughs> hmm. What's around? Not a lot. To be honest, there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of bushes. There's a lot of berry type things. Make a make a survival check. Yeah. Any talkative squirrels? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Four. Yeah, you go looking for something a little bit more substantial, but unfortunately, yeah, it's mostly like berries and leaves on the bushes. Uh, in, in the area that you can't even spot any fruit trees exactly where you are. I I, th- I think I'll uh, cook up some of our rations oh, then. Yeah. We've all got um, some rations. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. we've got to make sure we're so well stocked. I'll cook us some macaroni cheese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just add water. Yeah. Just add water, macaroni cheese, <laughs> and I will uh, minor illusion. Just a, a bit of parmesan and a bit of nutmeg so that it tastes really nice. Yeah, it's all about that. Nice. I'll effect. prestidigitate my portion oh, yeah. so it actually tastes like what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, you rest up. Who's taking first watch? Um, oh, before we take a watch, mm. I'll pull out the book of notes, if I may. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, when we're having dinner or something and just sort of say, okay, I'm going to write this letter then. So I'm, I'm going to write it to um, Scholar Herinilwun's butler, uh, Neurum. So I'm telling him, I'm telling him that we think Scholar Oratrix is involved with the hex. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling him, uh, what am I telling him about Clayne? Clayne is either oblivious or in on it, as he is free with reading minds. It's funny that his assistant is getting away with it under his nose. Well, that's true. So he's one to watch. Yeah. Okay. So I'll say that Clayne seems to be quite mind reading happy. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, Gwen told us all about her mind-reading experience, didn't she? Yes, I don't believe yeah. that he has found out our ulterior motives. Yeah. So I'll just, I'll just sort of say, I won't obviously go into what the motives are. I don't know whether it's worth saying, but it was quite straightforward to understand what the murderer was up to, even at a very low level detecting mm-hmm. thought spell. So he's, he's, I think he's choosing to turn a blind eye to something. About I don't, scholar. I don't know what, yeah, whether about it's... About the scholar. yeah. Yeah. He just okay. didn't seem to think that his scholar was really boring, but perhaps that was him trying to throw us off the scent. Or, or, or the scholar is very good at throwing people off the scent. Mm. Perhaps. Maybe the scholar's got ways of protecting his mind. I don't know. Either like way. Closing it down or, or he's, you know, he's learned how to block perhaps. the arcanist. Definitely one to watch and be wary of. Yeah, yeah. Or there is no scholar. Well, we didn't. No, oh. there is no... What if there is no scholar? Uh, we didn't see them. We didn't. Claim was instrumental to catching this person, but we didn't see the scholar. The scholar could be the assassin for all we know. Well, perhaps um, we need to find out if Heron knows any more about uh, the scholar. That they might know all the different well, scholars. On. They get ma- matched up, don't they? Yeah. Each arc and, uh, and also Heron is a scholar themself. Himself, he might know. He would know if Oratrix. He would know. If they really exist. Didn't Klain have a scholar before this one, huh? right? He said this scholar was new. Yeah. Right, so what happened to the last one? Uh, I think he said that they um, they just get paired up. They get paired up, right. Like randomly for, for different jobs. Right. But if, if the scholar was the murderer, surely Klain would have figured that out because he was able to read the murderer's mind. Mm. He maybe isn't able to read his 
scholar's mind. I, I thought what you might be about to suggest is that the arcanist was lying about even having a scholar and he's invented a useful uh, pretense to be able to do his dealings with the hex. Impossible. Because mm. well, we never actually saw the scholar, did we? No, we no. didn't. That's why I'm suspicious of the scholar, because we never saw them. No. Okay, well, I mean, this is all guesswork. Maybe we shouldn't put all that in the letter. Maybe we yeah, just say... True. Let's stick to the facts. We've we've heard we've heard ever well we've we've had evidence that scholar Oratrix is involved with the hex. We have our suspicions about Clayne. He seems quite keen to get into people's minds. We don't think he found anything of interest in ours. Obviously, not mentioning anything about what our mission is or anything like that in the letter mm. because yep. I'm aware that the letter is publicly viewable. Yes, the vaguer the better. Arrival. Mm. Yeah. Great. Okay. I write that. <laughs> yep. Probably about half an hour later, Orin, you just get uh, Heron's voice in your head going, message received, thank you for the update. Okay, he got it. Um, didn't seem to want to add anything. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, I don't mind taking the first watch with Gwen. Sure. Yeah, I'm easy. Okay. I'm going to go to sleep now. I'm going to go to sleep now. <laughs> I'm going to go to real sleep. My gosh, you guys have been spoiled today. <laughs> Did we save any of those carpets for our camp? Did we come back to the carpet? <laughs> Bessie's just laden with like, two massive <laughs> carpets. <laughs> I mean, that's entirely up to you guys if you want to have carried the carpets I'll around. Say, yeah. well, I'll say, yeah. Do we go via them huge. once we've picked up Bessie and then we sling the carpets over the back of Bessie? Yeah. Better than sleeping rough, yeah. yeah. We've got some sort that's of luxury vibe going on. Just got this little horse with two massive carpets. <laughs> it's like very bohemian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got some like fancy fairy lights uh, from somebody's magical spell. <laughs> Minor illusion you done. fairy lights? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tap yeah. five things. Five things. Oh. <laughs> oh, let me tap a few more. Give me, give me a sec. And I try, try to copy it, but not as well, not as, well as Orin can do. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so yeah, the, the boys, you all sort of lay down on, on the carpets. <laughs> Gwendolyn and Juna, uh, you're both up. Can you both make uh, perception checks whilst you're keeping watch? Oh, hello, natural 20. Oh, good, because yeah. I rolled a seven. <laughs> uh, so that's a 22 total. Nice. Uh, amazing. Yes, no, you're, you're quite happy right the way through that there's nothing out there. At one point, you do see um, some, like a little herd of deer moving through. <laughs> And you, there is a brief panic, <laughs> but actually watching them, they're acting very normal. Great. They are very fine. No blood around Especially their Especially with the 22. No blood. Like they're just a... a, a Alive herd animals. Of <laughs> Alive animals acting as they would in the nighttime. Nice. Are you talking about anything whilst you're... Oh my goodness, Gwendolyn. I completely forgot in all of the things that have been happening recently. Deacon, when you were frosted, uh, when he won this game... He said to give this to you. Oh. And so she takes off the pearl necklace that she's been wearing since the game. Um, he said this that, that you might like this. Oh, so that's I, I beautiful. I've got to give it to you, yes. Are you but I lost it. I lost it in amongst all of these. And she sort of like wades through some of her jingly, jangly bits. <laughs> well, it's, it's really quite beautiful if, if you're quite sure, Juna. I... It doesn't really match my aesthetic, really. Well... Uh... Yeah, it's rather charming and it's quite nice that it's something from Deacon. I'll put it on for now and I recall them saying that it was worth quite a bit of money, so perhaps that might come in useful to us all later mm. on. 
But yes, I'll I'll put it on. Uh, what do you think? Does it suit me? Oh, it really does. Yes, you look very very mature, which <laughs> I think matches what maturing you've done generally over the last few weeks. Yes, I suppose so. Thank you, Juna. I, I really appreciate. Not at all. all you- I'm sorry, I forgot about it for so long. Oh no, no it's, it's it's lovely, and 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 the wand you gave me, and I, I really appreciate how much you've been looking out for me. I know there might be an overhang of still being staffed to my family, but I, I I mean it in a very genuine way that I feel very fortunate to have you as um as a friend. Um, Juna takes Gwen's like hands in hers and she says, I tell you what, me looking out for you, Gwen, has absolutely nothing to do with our history and absolutely everything to do with our future. And Gwendolyn just smiles and squeezes her hand back. Here's to the future. To the future. She hands her a cup of dragon barley tea. Ooh. <laughs> this one's fancy. <laughs> Bit of spice to it. Mm. The uh, the rest of your watch goes with just a pleasant conversation between the two of you. Who's taking up the next watch? Uh, yeah. Mm. And can you do alone? Or... Yeah, I can... Is that a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> I can do it with you if you want, or guys. And Kidu and not guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, not yeah. Guys, guys sleeps through the night. Orin and Enkidu, yeah, both make um, perception checks again for the watch. Twelve. Uh, I think it's a fourteen. Hang on, let me double check. Yep, fourteen. Fourteen. So <laughs> during the watch, there is a brief panic because a herd of deer uh, <laughs> it moves in the darkness. <laughs> and two of you are like, ah, "Do we wake anybody up?" Uh, but you decide between the two of you that they are just normal deer. Everything is fine. Okay, I got worried there for a minute. So did I. Don't tell the others. Yeah, no, I, I think that's fine. Phew. Right. Oh. I got to tell you, that was close. Really close. Oh, in the carpets and everything. Everything. Gosh. I. I almost got us all killed again. What? Gosh. I keep making these rash decisions. I just. What? I saw the hex, I saw red, and I thought, ugh, not again. Not again, and I just, I felt trapped, and my go-to thing was, was violence, t- to attack them, and Blessed Juno was there to back me up, and he, oh gosh, it could have all gone wrong so easily, again, I'm just weak, Orin, weak, I'm not even strong enough to succeed in my own decisions, I'm not even sure which decisions are mine. Have you been hearing from your friends on the inside again? I haven't spoken to them. Since that night, been too afraid. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, just remember, like, I guess you've got, like, four people who've got your back around you. You don't have to try and run in and solve everything yourself. There's four other people who can, well, four other people and a mouse who can help. <laughs> and with that, Ruana <laughs> scurries over and just rests herself in Enkidu's lap. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Um. But it's not just four. There are it's eight eight people. I feel the the weight to survive for, to fight for, and I'm not I'm not off to a good start of being this responsible. Um, the hex. There, you said there. 
They just made you see red. Yeah? <sighs> yeah. They're the reason I left Dram in the first place. Really? Yeah. Why? What, what happened? Well, as I was meeting my, uh, my friends, getting to know one another, growing in um, reputation and power in Dram, we were taking over establishments. We were running places, establishments. But one of my friends, the Hex, had a special interest in. They appeared one day out of nowhere. And they were using them for many a dark deed. And we rescued them. My friend Light. He was very, very close to my heart. We, we rescued Light. They became one of us. And we killed the person who was holding them captive. This, this man, Asher, must have been, I don't know, like another Jerick or something. But we noticed after we killed him, the wall started closing in. And there was whispers of the hex everywhere all of a sudden and we had to leave conveniently we had a location Gilgamesh told us his secret that he, he he's a legitimate son of King Harish and so we left everything behind we had a few friends and contacts left in place in Dram but we left the city because we didn't know where these guys were where they were coming from so we left huh. that's when you went off to the king yeah man I thought I learnt something in that time. Yeah. Travelling, going to the palace, training, educating myself. And all that time after that, and the lost time I have, what do I know? What have I learnt? I just don't know anything. I'm so lost. I mean, I don't know, but it seems even in the last few weeks since we first met in that cave in that woods, like, I feel like you've changed even in that time really i don't know i don't know i mean excuse me for a minute um fold my um fold my legs in place my mm-hmm. palms in my hand have a run i could sit my sit my hands and then <sighs> right i'm gonna be brave for once and then i'm gonna ask for a charisma check <laughs> yeah do it and orin dies <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh it's a seven. Seven. As you're sort of reaching inside of yourself, trying to connect a little more clearly to one of the other voices, there is a brief moment that you think you are heading toward that dark corner inside of you. And then you almost feel as if it is punched out of the way. <laughs> and like this other heavy energy comes in behind instead, pushes its way forward. It goes, hey. Whoa. Hey. Hey. Cow? Sorry, we don't talk much. No. Uh, the others are smarter with that kind of thing, but... <laughs> oh, my gosh. So relieved. It's you. Yeah. Um, good work with those knuckles, mate. Really? Yeah. God, you clocked, like, what? Three or four people? That was great. Oh, I thought my form was off. I mean, it was a little bit off. Yeah. I could give you pointers. But, you know, it's just nice to be out there hitting people again. <laughs> so... <laughs> well, it's not the first time with Crowl. I felt... You had my back, didn't you? I try. You try. I mean, I don't know. You're still a. You're quite tiny. So, you know, if I can just pop up occasionally and stop someone hitting you, that's what I can do for you. <sighs> I'm swinging these fists around. And I, I don't know where, where I'm going, where it's hitting. I try to remember you as I'm swinging them around, but uh, it's a poor imitation. Yeah, it is actually a poor imitation. Um, Thanks. 
That, that lady you're travelling with, though, she can bloody pack a punch, can't she? Yeah, <laughs> she reminds me a lot of you. Oh, I'll be... I, and I don't, I don't want to, like, push my luck, but if you could hit her... What? Or, like, not in, like, hit her, but, like, you know, like, have a little... I've, I'd appreciate that. Have a little... <laughs> the two of you, have a little... <laughs> what, that's, that sounds That sounds weird. That sounds weird. Cal, you've not... No, we've. This is territory we've never crossed. Well, I mean, I, mean, I don't know if that can work like that, but oh, man. you do it. Oh. I just, I, I'm, I just enjoy the show. I like watching you fight. You know that. Oh, right. Okay. What he knows? That's weird. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, it might be uh, good to have a new, you know. So, yeah, I mean, for that other stuff, you'll be wanting Hina. She knows more about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting to know where Enkidu's at with that, though. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> Enkidu. Stop trying to make go Enkido happen. <laughs> yeah, I could do with a new teacher. Yeah. I guess. If, you get, if you're getting worried about hitting things, you know I quite like it. So don't don't beat yourself up. Beat, beat someone else up. <laughs> <laughs> what a great philosophy. <laughs> yeah. It seems there's too many of them to hit, though. And I'm dragging all these guys down in my... Every time I miss a punch or a swing of the sword, it feels like it comes back to everyone else instead of me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just figured something out. What? I'm doing the right thing, aren't I? go where I need to think I'm going and I'm doubting myself and I'm kicking myself and you're agreeing you're like yeah yeah it's fine you are you are you are making mistakes I mean but, you are you've missed quite a few punches yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but until I get that down I'm gonna keep making them well exactly like how many times have you not hit me a lot yeah so that's just how you do that so <laughs> yeah it's alright just keep keep practicing and one day you'll Hit every punch. Well, you won't even then hit every punch. Mm, true. But keep going the way I am now and I'll improve somehow. Yeah, if you could not take any more of those drugs, though, that made me feel weird in here. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, it was like we couldn't hear you properly. What? Yeah, it was odd. Like you were really far away suddenly. Not good. Yeah, kind of like this. Hey. Can you hear me? You sounded like you were this far away. How did you do that? Really, really far. You've never done that? Yeah, really weird. Right, noted. No frosting. Got it. All right. So no more frosting. And if you want to go hit, um, what's the name? Gwendolyn? Gwendolyn. Yeah, do that. But like, in a fight. Like, let her punch you back. (laughs) Yeah. She'll be way better than I am. It'll hurt. Cool, I'll be waiting. Bye. Bye. Uh, Arin? Hmm? Thank you. Well, that's all right. I just wasn't listening to you properly. Yeah, Arin, uh, you see Enkidu sort of come out of out of his like little meditative pose. I, I think Arin's probably been fiddling with little contraptions and stuff while he's doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, on that note, question. Mm. Do we have a teapot? Gina's got a teapot, I think. Yeah. A, a, little, a little travel teapot. Oh, okay, yeah, a little travel teapot. Just asking. There's a chance she's left it out when she went to bed. Mm. Make it bigger. <laughs> in... Maybe nicks the teapot. <laughs> Starts yeah. playing around with it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of the night passes by without any worry. The following morning, 
<laughs> Juno is going to prepare breakfast, has to borrow somebody else's teapot. I'm cause... sure I left it here when I went to sleep. Oh. Maybe it's the lag of that frosting. <laughs> she she has like the entire caddy out. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, breakfast! <laughs> oh, the pastries! Yeah! <laughs> but you, uh, you set off uh, the next morning and the day is it's a little bit drizzly but by the afternoon sort of a lot of the clouds have cleared uh, the sun's rolled out a little bit as you head on north you find yourself passing through a whole series of like little patches of trees and then you find yourself at a ridge and you can actually from where you are start to see the edge of Lake Dravain itself mm-hmm. quite an expansive thing but still probably about two days walk away especially having to get down from the ridge that you are but you carry on when it gets to about sort of three, four o'clock in the afternoon, you hear a child screaming. What? And then out of one of the, the, the groups of trees on the path ahead comes barreling a, a maybe like eight, nine-year-old girl, sort of tanned human, almond eyes, short black bob. Orin, very confusing for you. She seems to be covered in quite a few different contraptions and you're starting to spot them out and you're like oh that's that's definitely like for armor and is that it's almost like she's like got a version of your 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 fire thrower thing strapped to one arm but she is screaming she tumbles out lands on the on the path jumps up starts running towards you screams again uh, and then out of the the trees behind her a molten mass of fire and water starts like bubbling away uh, and it seems to be slamming into the ground directly behind her trying to catch her and then it stands up to its full height and it's probably about 10 15 feet high just uh, like sort of bipedal this weird oozy blob steam and smoke coming off of it and she's running towards you and it starts pacing after her and that's where we'll end tonight's episode. Oh my what God. God. What's that? Oh, what's that? What? Yeah. Good job. We're leveling up next. Before. I was going to say, yeah, like, yeah, we'll let you all level up. Um, we'll say that that happened at the end of the last rest, <laughs> so that you can go into this fight at level five. Thank cool. you. Thank you. You have been listening to David Knight as your Dungeon Master Ben Galpin as Orin Chris Watts as Gaius Daryl Bailey as Enkidu Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn and Vicky Gaskin as Juna Original music by David Knight Please tell your friends, subscribe and follow us on all the social media Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Anon! A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. 
The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.